Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Is, is this not wild what God's doing in this church? Can we honor him one more time for what he's doing in this place? Go ahead. Yeah. Wow. 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 He is so good to us. And I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time with us this morning and at home, maybe you're watching online for the first time. Maybe this is your first time with us in service. I'm so glad you're here. And I just want to invite you to make yourself at home this morning. As a church, we just want to tell you we're excited God sent you. So Faith New Church, can you let our first-time guests know you love them? Come on, amen? Yeah. If you're in the house with us for the first time, make sure you stop by hospitality. This room to my left, someone from our host team would love to just greet you, give you a gift, let you know they're excited that you're here. If you're joining us online for the first time, hit the new here link. Let us know. Drop comments where you're worshiping from. We love having you be out there worshiping with us. Amen? Well, no matter where you're at, get your Bibles, if you would, and uh, go with me to Exodus chapter 25. Come on. Anybody bring their Bible to church? Come on. Amen. Exodus chapter 25, second book in the Bible. So if you have anywhere midways on, back up. Amen. Back up. And go to the second book, Exodus chapter 25. As you turn there, also you can go to the Version Bible app. If you use that app, please feel free right now to click on that. Click on more than events. You can actually just see that message just right here, but I'm going to be sharing with you today right there in the palm of your hands. Amen. Save the event. It does disappear later, so if you don't save that. So save this one. I encourage you to do so. But Exodus 25, um, we spent some time back in our Relationship Goal series uh, talking about the tabernacle. And uh, I tell you, man, we spent about four weeks um, discussing that. Could have spent about four years probably. But um, it's just, again, a great picture, uh, again, of something God wanted to do. He wanted to spend time with his people. And so, again, that's why that was built. So uh, we're going to be talking about that tabernacle today, and we're going to connect it to something called prayer. So I want you, if you would, to follow along in verses 8 and 9 of Exodus 25. It says this, and this is God speaking to his people. It said, Have the people of Israel build me a holy sanctuary so that I can live among them. You must build this tabernacle and its furnishings exactly according to the pattern I will show you. So this is a pattern. This is a, these are some things that God wanted to them to do so he could be with them. How many knows that's the plan? God wants to be with you. Can we pray and can we talk to him this morning? So, Father, I just want to thank you for your presence. Oh, thank you for being in this room by your spirit, Lord, and thank you for changing us in the process. And, Lord, we just ask you to have your way, and we just give you praise for it all. In Jesus' name, would you say it, church? Come on, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, day 14. Yeah, day 14. If you don't know what that means, it's day 14 of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And um, I tell you, man, it has been an incredible journey so far. And uh, again, just excited about what God has been doing. 
many of you have been coming in here at 6 a.m. every morning and, and praying, going after God. Many have been joining us online. We're going to be doing that for another week. I invite you to come out, be a part of that. If you can't be here, join us online. Every service is streamed, and it has been a great time just from 6 to 7 to start our day, amen, and just spending time with God. We want to pray first, amen. That's one of our big focuses through this is that we want to spend time with Him. And so one of the things I feel God has called us into is a season of prayer even after this 21 days is up. And so I just want to invite you and let you know about something that's taking place on Mondays, even after the 21 days is over, we're going to be having Monday morning 6 a.m. prayer here until God says to stop doing that. So yeah, yeah, come on, give God praise. And so if you want to come out and be a part of that, I want to invite you to do so because we are in a series right now that says this, it says, when you pray. And so uh, so we're going to be doing it then. Um, again, if you can't make it then, you pray when God's, you know, again, you make time, but pray. And so again, that's what we're going to be doing. I invite you to be a part of that. So when you pray. So that's what we want to talk about this morning is praying, and we want to connect that to the tabernacle. Now, uh, last week, I taught you and shared with you a model of prayer, and it's called the Lord's Prayer. So how many of those, again, if you were here, you learned that the Lord's Prayer is not just something we say, it's a model we can pray. Amen. So again, we talked about the seven steps in the Lord's Prayer. So if you missed that one, go back, listen to that message, and again, encourage somebody to listen to it with you. I believe you'll be blessed by that. But today I want to talk about the tabernacle prayer model. Now, uh, the tabernacle, again, was created to be a dwelling place of God. Amen. That was the tabernacle. The tabernacle was, again, created to be a dwelling place with God. It's where he met with his people. The actual literal term there, the tabernacle, means it is a sacred place. So again, whatever your sacred place is, if it's here, if it's driving down the road, if it's a prayer closet at home, but we want to find a place and have a sacred place where we spend time with God. Now, what's beautiful, we learned in our study that it is a place where Moses met with God. The Bible says face to face. And that's the encounter I'm after. I want to see him in that way. And that's what prayer is all about. How, I don't know about you, I love it when God answers the prayer the way I want him to answer it. Come on, amen. Like when I'm praying, and the Bible says, when we pray according to his will, again, we're in line. And I love, these are cool prayers. Like when you know it, you pray it, you see him do it. Now, it's been amazing. There have been several testimonies already have come in in these two weeks of prayer where supernaturally things are happening. There's been prayers that were prayed, and within two minutes, you started seeing God move. Within two minutes. I got the proof of that. And so, again, it's wild what God has been doing through prayer. Now, but I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to see the, the, the main goal of prayer being to get your prayer answered. The big one of prayer is not to get our prayer answered. The big one of prayer is this, is after we do it, we are able to say, I just spent time with God. Whew, come on, amen. I just spent time with him. And so again, that's what we're talking about. So as we do this today, I'm going to teach you, it's a prayer model. And so it's just a way that you can pray. And it's, a, it's seven steps. Now, I don't want you to get caught up in the steps and start thinking like, well, if I don't do this, then I can't get to God. 
Please don't do that. Now, now we're going to see that in the tabernacle, and we learned this as we, as we looked at this in relationship goals. We learned that it was those steps that they had to take. But, man, Angel, we were just sing, she was just singing just a little while ago and declaring that because that veil was torn by Jesus, now there is just one step that we take into the presence of God. Amen? And so I love that. Again, he made a way for us to enter in, but he also created a pattern here that I believe can, we can do is pray, and it is a way that we can draw closer to God. Now, for me, I, I, you may not need this. Now, your pastor's mind thinks differently sometimes. It, it has a tendency to kind of go off like some places. You know, again, I, I try to stay focused. But for me, it, I've learned this. This has been helping me when I've started praying these prayer models. Because I can do this sometimes when I get with God. I can sit down on the floor, and I can get there to spend time with him, and I start thinking about, man, someone needs to vacuum this floor. That's me. I start thinking about, it. and I'll get up and grab a vacuum, or I'll just start thinking about something. I'm like, hey, you know, piece of a granola bar. Then I start getting hungry. That's, I mean, this is a true story. This is me. Y'all pray for me. Uh, I need your prayers. But this is awesome that, man, this has helped me to start praying models of prayer to help me stay focused and spend time. And this has done this for me. It has helped me get closer to God. And so, again, I believe it's going to help you as well. So I want to talk about this today, just kind of help you develop a prayer life. This is a model. Now, we're going to be looking in this series, not so much like models that were prayed, but just prayers that were prayed that God showed up in and moved miraculously. And we're going to be talking about those prayers. But I believe, again, we're going to look at this, uh, this tabernacle connected to prayer. Now, this is what we see. The first place you come to is the outer court of the tabernacle. Now, in the outer court of the tabernacle, we're going to connect that to and let that represent for us thanksgiving and praise. Amen. Like from just day one, just like the very start of our prayer time, if we're going to pray this prayer model, we want to come now into his presence and start thanking him for the blessings that he's brought into our life. This is what's true about me. If he never does another thing for me, he's already did more than I deserve. Amen. Come on. Can we give God thanks? He has done more than we deserve already. Amen. And so again, but if he, this is what's cool about him. He's going to be doing so much more. Amen. He's just like that. He's a good father. And so again, but we thank him for this. Now we see this in scripture. Psalm 104 teaches us that this is how we are to enter. We started this way. Like come into church this way. Like enter in his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Amen. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Amen. So we want to start. It's a great way to start your prayer. Just like coming in and just thanking him. Thanking him in advance like he's going to answer some prayers that you're going to bring to him. Thank him for just who he is. Start thanking him for just being so good. Think every day of something that you can say, God, I'm thankful for this today. Amen. And this is what I've learned. Thanksgiving is contagious. Praise is contagious. I mean, so is negativity. Both are. And you, you, we have an opportunity to enter into a day, enter into a time to where we can kind of set the mode for what things are going to happen. Start off negativity, and that will flow over real quick. But I've learned something. This is also when we praise God, it's contagious. Like even at 545 in the morning. 
Come on, what are you talking about, man? At 545, we started this two weeks ago, and we have, a, again, a 6 a.m. prayer time. Day one, I walked in the door, and, man, my voice was still struggling from, from a week before, but I walked in the door. I was like, y'all ready to do this? That's exactly the response I got at 545 in the morning. A couple of folks said this. It's too early, PT. It's too early. I'll give you that. It's early. All right, so it's all, it's all good. But I didn't stop. I, some of y'all who've been coming on this journey with us, you've noticed I've been doing this. You, I walk in the door now like, hey, day five, come on, hey. And it was like, hey, I had somebody get on board with me. True story. And then, like, man, I kept doing it. And it's been happening. Now, what's wild is I came in yesterday, day 13, and the whole place was like, Rah. True story, man. And so, again, this stuff's contagious. So, again, man, start praising the Lord, thanksgiving, giving that thing from the get-go. So, again, he's been so good to us. We have so much to be thankful for. So thank him and give him praise. Secondly, that second place you come to is the brazen altar. Now, the brazen altar was a place of sacrifice, and we can do this during our prayer time. Let that be a representation for the cross of Jesus. Man, I don't know about you. I'm thankful for the cross. I'm so thankful for the cross. Um, this is where you can, like, during your time, like, take time to remember what Christ did for you. Uh, we have our communion elements here every week. They're always available for you on our baptismal. Maybe during this time in your prayer time, you can, you can do communion. Many have been doing that during our, during our prayer time where they remember what Christ did for them. So be, be thankful for that. Be, be mindful of the cross because it is upon the cross where Jesus, he gives his life. The, the scripture says he died in our place. He dies for us. He gives his life. So we take time. And this was true. In the Old Testament, at the brazen altar, they would look at this and they would see something there. And it's just, it's just what happened, as bad as it may sound. But there would be death laying there so that they could have life. That is what the cross represents for us. That, that Christ took our place, that Christ died for our sins. And so, again, it was upon the cross. I, I can think about it again. During this time of prayer, I can think about Christ. You, you died so I can live. You, you did this for me. Like, you did this personally just for me. Like, and I want you to know this. Many are like, well, he did this for everybody else, but not me. I, I don't deserve that. Listen, if you were the only person, he would have went to the cross. If you were the only one, he would have done that for you. And he does this. And Isaiah prophesied this in chapter 53, verse 5. He says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and it's by his stripes. Oh, listen, it's by his stripes we're healed. And so I'm thankful today, again, that Christ went to the cross for me. And so, again, we want to take time, be thankful for what Christ did upon the cross, and also be thankful for and be mindful of what that brings to us. You know, there's benefits. Like there are benefits that you get from what Christ did. And it's cool. There's, there's actually a list of those. In Psalm 103, we can see verses 1 through 5 where it says, to, first of all, again, I like the order, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
So we don't want to forget what the cross brought for us. We don't want to forget the benefits that come from being a believer and following him. Here's what he says. He, this, he told us, he said, who forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Come on, somebody. Amen. He does this for us. So again, the cross brings these things. So sit down. Thank him for the cross and start saying, God, thank you for salvation. Oh, man, thank you. I'm not going to, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to spend eternity with you. I'm going to take as many people as I can with me. I thank you for salvation. I'll give you thanks. Lord, thank you for healing me. Yeah, thank you for healing my body. Thank you for healing my mind. Lord, thank you for redeeming me, transforming me, changing my life, for providing for my every need. Start taking time, giving thanks for that. So again, it's in that place we can remember this and also remember the benefits. And tap into that. Some of y'all like, you have benefits out there. You ain't tapping it. You ain't using those things. Amen. So use the benefits he has for you. Thirdly, we would come to the place after, again, we see the sacrifice that would come to the labor. We know this is a place now where cleansing and preparing would take place. Now, in that time, that priest would come to that labor and he would wash his hands and he would wash his feet. And again, he again not taking one up more step. Again, not taking another step without this cleansing happening in his life. Again, it was so vital that this was to take place. We can remember this: that when we come to Christ, He can cleanse us from all sin. He can cleanse us from all shame. And so again, in prayer time, as believers, we should still summon and say, God, if there's anything going on, search my heart, Lord. Is there anything that I need to bring before you? Is there anything that I want you to, I need to be cleansed of? Is there anything that I need to be prepared for? Amen? And so again, they would do this in the physical by washing their hands and feet but we do this today as New Testament believers by still doing this, by coming to the Lord and say, God, I'll give you my whole body. I give you my whole life, Lord. This is how he, Paul said it like this, Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So this is how it works for me. Like when I think about the cross, when I give him thanks for what he's done, when I think about that cross, this reasonable service literally becomes for me the least I can do. This, again, you died for me. The least I can do is live for you. Give everything that I have over to you today. So take time to do it like this. Like, again, spend time with the Lord. Start looking at your life, even physically. What is it? Our whole body. Start up here. Start saying, God, I give you my mind. Oh, Lord, I just give you my mind. Lord, I just want to renew my mind. I want to think your thoughts. I want to get the stuff out of my head that doesn't line up with what you said. I, I want to start thinking the way you think. I want to put on the mind of Christ. I want to start putting on the helmet of salvation. I want to think like you think. Work your way down. Start, start, start saying, God, I want to give you my eyes. Oh, Lord, I want to look at things that are pleasing 
to you. I want to stop looking at stuff that's going to pull me away from your presence. And Lord, I want to start looking at things that's going to help me just, again, understand how much you love me. Because, again, I've had people say, well, it doesn't really matter what you look at or listen to. That is a lie. I'm too old. I've been around too long, and I know better. And, and we need to see this. What you look at, what you listen to matters. So we start saying this, start praying this way. God, I don't want set movies in front of me. Some of y'all didn't got quiet in the Lord's house. Amen. You amen me earlier. Now you're just sitting there looking. All right. Come on. Amen. I don't want to look at that. I, want to, I don't want to watch that. I'm not going to go to that website anymore. I'm not going to hang out on that, that TikTok thread. Oh, I ain't got so much business. I'm not going to hang there on this day anymore. Now, I'm, I'm, going, I'm not going to look at those things, Lord. And not only above that, I'm not going to look at that, but I want to see the way you have me see. I want to see the good in others. I want to see what you see and how you look. Lord, I give you my, my ears, Lord. I don't want to put anything in my ears. I want to listen to what you have me listen to. So I don't want to put things there that's going to be an interruption, be a distraction. I, I want to listen. And God, when I come to you, Lord, I want to hear your voice clearly. People's been praying that, and he's been like downloading stuff in people. Wild, writing stuff, notebooks, time, just wild. Spend time with him. He'll speak to you. Lord, I want to do this. I want to give you my hands. Oh, Lord, I, I give them to you. Lord, I give you my hands today. Lord, let me use them to bless others. Let me use them today to help someone else in need. Lord, let me use these hands to bring praise. Let me lift them up in the sanctuary. Let me, let me use those hands to bring glory and honor to the one who's worthy. Lord, I give you my feet. Come on. I want to, I, my steps are ordered by you, Lord. I want to walk where you have me walk. I don't want to go the direction that you don't want me to go. I want to go where you're calling me to. So, Lord, I want to present my whole body to you, Jesus. And then this is there. Lord, hit me with this last night. He's already confirmed that it's for today and right now. Lord, we want to give you every part of our body, even our sexuality. Come on, we want to give this area to you too, Lord, because I don't know if you realize it, the enemy is out to destroy sexual purity. He's out to destroy sexual identity. He's doing everything that he can to bring death and destruction in this area. So we want to do this, God. I bring you every part of my life. I give you everything that I am. I give you this area. If it does not line up with what you say, I don't want it in my life. Come on, give God a praise offer, man. He deserves that right there. He's worthy. God, we want you to have it all. How do, we do, how do you want this out? But the fourth thing is, when you would, the next place they would come to was the candlestick. Now, the candlestick, seven branches. And again, this wasn't just like little waxy candles. This was flames that were going. This represents the Holy Spirit. And so again, the, for us, when we come to God in prayer, we're going to need the Holy Spirit to walk out what we just prayed. You're not going to do it by yourself. Come on, you're going to wear yourself out, make a mistake, be miserable, and stop praying if you think you're going to do that by yourself. But when you start saying, Lord, I want the Holy Spirit to burn in me. Lord, I want that fire. I want, I want your presence, God. So start, start talking to the Holy Spirit. Start saying, God, come in. Oh, just baptize me in your spirit. Like, dunk me again, Lord. Put me under. Raise it back up, Lord. Fill me with your spirit again, Lord. Lord, and let, let the fruit of the spirit 
be an operation in my life. We forget that one, amen. That's how you know if you've been dunked by the Spirit because, again, what's popping out, amen. So, Lord, give me the fruit of the Spirit in my life. Let, let love, joy, peace, let all that stuff flow out of me, God. And by your Spirit, I want to see that happen. Pray and ask the Lord for the gifts of the Spirit. Man, we've been, we studied this on Wednesday night, and we're in 2 Corinthians now. But start saying, Lord, the gifts of the Spirit that you have, I want them in operation in me. Yeah, and he, he'll do that. Watch him. Like, ask him, say, God, I want the gifts of the Spirit in operation in me. And start saying things like this, Holy Spirit, I want you to burn in me. Oh, God, set me a blaze for you, God. Lord, that when others see me, Lord, they don't see me. They see your burning spirit in my heart. They see your presence on me. That's what they see. They see your anointing. Amen. The anointing of God is powerful. Amen. It is so powerful. The anointing of, I don't know. I'm going to do a teaching on that. I need, it's been a while. The anointing means, anointing means to rub or smear. That's what that means. And so one of the ways I pray, when I get up here, Lord, I'll ask you to anoint me. And I actually ask the Lord, Holy Spirit, just rub me and smear me. I don't want to be seen. I want so much your spirit just to cover me completely. Start asking the Holy Spirit to anoint you. I'm telling you, just ask him to do it. Start praying that prayer. Watch what he does. This is how it happened in Acts 2, verses 1 through 4. It says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly... True. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. You get some people filled with the Holy Spirit, it'll fill the whole place. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one set upon each of them. That's for you. Don't, don't say the Holy Spirit is for somebody else. Everybody around it got the Holy Spirit, and everyone in there was burning for him. And it said upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. So, God, I come before you, and I just say, Holy Spirit, burn in me, God. Lord, fill me, God, with your Spirit, Lord. Let your fruit, Lord, be activated in my life. Let the gifts be stirred up within me, God. Let me burn for you. Start making that your prayer time. Start asking him to do it. Watch him move. Amen? Watch him move. Fifthly, we see this. The next place they would come to, it was the table of showbread, or showbread. Have you want to say that? And this was the place where it represents now for us today is the word of God. Oh, man. And th this in this time, there would be 12 loaves of bread baked and laying there upon the table of showbread. Some of y'all need to get that picture out of your mind because you've been fasting bread. And now you're like, stop preaching that, Pastor. Go to, none, go to the next one, please. Amen. All right, see it right now as the Word of God. Let me help you, all right? See that bread as the Word of God. And so, again, this is a great way you can pray. I'm telling you, coming before the Lord and praying His Word. I, if, you, if, you, if you didn't make it to prayer yesterday, our, our Faith Kids Ministry led our prayer time and rocked it. They destroyed it. It was so cool. And they put together, it's back here. If you weren't here and didn't get one, if you, if you, if you want to pray and join us in praying for children, there's a prayer guide back there uh, on our prayer table with the resources that you can pick up. And it is chock full of the Word of God that's being prayed over children. That is a great way you can pray. Because this is how you know it. When you're praying God's word, you're praying his will. Every time. And so again, so if, if during the time of the Lord, you feel like he says something that doesn't line up with the word, we missed it. 
And we want to say, God, what did you say? And so again, this is a great way to pray. I'm telling you, so start, start doing that. Start seeing it in this light. And I'm telling you, start looking at this scripture. Start seeing it. Say, man, this is what I want. This is what I want in my life. Joshua said to do it this way. He said in, in chapter 1, verse 8, study this book of instruction continually. Also, again, make this a part of your day. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. And only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Maybe there's some errors, man, you're wanting to walk into and see victory over. Start getting in the Word. Start declaring the Word. And so you can practically put it into place. I hope you're catching this. I'm trying to give you practical ways so you can sit down during prayer time, open up the book, and just simply begin to read the Word of God. Say, God, speak to me. Yeah, speak to me. There's no more sure way of prophecy, the Bible says, the more sure word of prophecy than his word. And so he'll speak to you through it when you open it, every time you're getting a word from him. So read that. Then do this. Start claiming the promises of God in your life. Amen. You said this about my body. I thank you, Lord, and I claim that from me. You said this about my marriage, Lord. I give you thanks, Lord. You said this about my children, God. I give you thanks. And start declaring those things over. Asking the Lord. Ask to do this. Ask the Lord to give you a fresh word every day. Oh, man, every day. God, I want a fresh word from you every day of my life. And then meditate on it. Man, we, we messed that word up. New age people messed that word up. But meditate, and they sit around going just, oh, Crossing your legs, then can't get out of it once you get in there. I, I've seen this. Don't do it. But meditate means my mutter. So, like, you get that in your heart and you're declaring and you're thinking on, you're setting your mind, you're lining up your word with your will with his word. And all say, God, speak to me through this. And he'll speak to you. You'll hear his voice. He'll speak into your life, and he'll show you and teach you how you should be praying about certain areas. So again, we want to just again, get into the word of God. Sixthly, this is good. We want to go to the altar of incense representing the worship that we now bring to God. And so again, this small altar of burning incense, there was the entrance now into the holy place. And so this is what we do, going into his presence. We go into that place and worship to him. Amen. Oh, we enter in with thanksgiving and praise, but man, we just want to go even further in you where we're recognizing you're the one who's worthy. You're the one who's holy. And so again, we come before you in that way. Psalms 29.2 says this, to give unto the Lord the glory due his name. So you start to do this, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. So you just begin to worship him. All the glory that's due his name. And if you're like, man, what's his name? Do a study. I, there's eight covenant names that you can study, that you can look at, even start praying over your, during your prayer time. Here's, there's, here's the eight covenant names of God. I may butcher them, uh, but, but Jehovah Sitkanu is my righteousness. Amen. That is who he is. He's made me right before him. Jehovah Mekadesh is my sanctifier. He sets me apart. He is, he is doing a work of cleansing in my life. Jehovah Rapha. Come on, somebody, if you know what it is. He's my healer, amen? Come on. He is our healer. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider, amen? He is that for me. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's my banner of victory. So what's the sign above my, my, my head say? You're victorious. It doesn't say you're losing and you're falling. It says I'm victorious in him. He's my banner of victory, amen? He is my Jehovah Shalom. He is my peace. Oh, man, hold on. You mean there's war going on? around me really 
Did you hear about what happened in the news? You see what's going on? Really? Oh, man, I just feel peace. And it ain't coming from nothing but him. Whoo, come on. I feel peace, and it is my Jehovah Shalom, my peace, who is there for me. He is Jehovah Ra. He is our shepherd. He's the one who leads us. He's the one who guides and directs. Don't think, listen, he doesn't have a plan for you. Don't think for one moment. He didn't put you here for a reason. He has a purpose and a plan for your life. And say, God, you are my good shepherd. You are the one who leads me. You are the one who directs me. God, I thank you that my steps are ordered by you. And I love this last one. He is Jehovah Shammah, which he is always there. God, you're with me. I'm not going to go through one situation by myself, God. You are there with me to the end. And so, God, we thank you for being that for us today. Oh, man, I, I just, again, I love those covenant names. Let me know. I'll send those out if you don't know how to search for that. That is, go get those names. Get those in your heart. And it brings us to now the very last place here. It brings us to the Ark of the Covenant. And man, it is a place where the glory of God dwelt. And, and, and this, if you, man, this is, a, this is wild in this day because the high priest would enter into that holy, holy's place and they would actually tie a rope to their leg. This is going to get ugly. Some of y'all know how this thing works. Because of the glory of God, because of the presence of God, because again, we can't go there on us. We can't go there in our sin. We can't go there in our flesh. So they would actually tie this rope to them. And, and, and they had bells. They had things that sounded off. They would know uh, that, again, that somewhere right when I was a firefighter, we had personal alerts that we wore on our, our breathing packs that if you stopped for any amount of period of time, after an amount of time, that thing would start sounding off. That, man, that person's not moving. They're, they're not moving. In this, it was the opposite. If the sound stopped, if that bell quit ringing, they would drag them out, dead. Be like, there goes another one. <laughs> oh, High Priest Joe has some stuff that he didn't tell nobody about. Amen. Come on, <laughs> High Priest Joe has some stuff he didn't. He didn't make. He didn't. Okay, okay, okay. That was how it was. But we've already sung it. We've already said it. Jesus said, "I'm gonna do something. They ain't never gonna be able to get to me." I'm going to go to them. And he does this. He comes from heaven and earth, and he gives his life. The Bible says that when he died, that veil was ripped. It was torn from top to the bottom. And now we can boldly enter in. We can boldly go in into his presence. And this for us, it represents something. It represents intercession that we can now do. I want you to see this because, again, a lot of times, like, man, oh, my, I'm not worthy. It's, it's not who we are. It's whose we are. It is who he is. And so as a result of what he's done in our life, we can now do what Pastor Bill was speaking about earlier. Jesus now is our high priest. He is interceding for us. And he calls us as priests to actually now intercede for others. We've been, we, this has been a foundational passage. Just on our prayer guide in 1 Timothy chapter 2. It says verses 1 through 4. It says, therefore I exhort first of all the supplications prayers, 
intercessions. I'm going to talk about that word in closing. And giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and all who are in authority. That when we may lead a quiet and peaceful life. In all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who desires all men to be saved. And to come to the knowledge of the truth. Listen, God, today, what Christ did for you was to save you, to bring fullness of salvation into your life. And he is interceding now for us. But I studied this word this week. God showed me something. And just a simple study. I, I, man, I hope you're doing things like this. Just going to Strong's Concordance, studying the original meanings of these words, the Greek and the Hebrew. Look, start looking this stuff up. Dig in, man. Oh, it's so cool what he'll show you. Because this word intercession was one of those words, man, we talk about intercessory prayer and how powerful that is. And I'd always had just seen that as, in my mind, just the way I kind of studied early on, is that it's just a standing in the gap, which is powerful, man, that we come in and we intercede and we stand in the gap. Oh, man, we do that. And again, that's what Christ did for us. He comes and stands in the gap for us. Man, I got messed up this week. I was reading this word, studying this out. And as I was reading this word, this is from the concordance, Strong's Concordance. This is the actual meaning of this word. Again, I just read over intercessions. Yeah, we're coming for you, Lord. We, we're in our supplications, our prayers, our intercessions. But this is what the word means. It is a spirit-directed Intervention. It's a spirit-directed intervention. So like in the spirit, you're going to intervene. You're going to come in, not just staying in the gap, but you're going to intercept and intervene and come in when you intercede. And what the enemy is sending, you can intercept by your intercession. And so again, this is wild because this, again, just point it straight, copy, paste, refers to the petitions, the intercessions, of believers as they fall in line with God's will, revealing how the one intervening should get involved after drawing near to God and agreeing with his revealed will. True intercession seeks to act only as the Lord directs, and for example, following his will to act as his hand extended. So this is not just a prayer I pray. This is something that's happening in the heavens. And this is also things that I can do in my life and ask you, God, what do I do after the fact? And this is what I love. And I want you to stand as I, as I just speak this over this house right now. This is our high priest. This is our intercessor. This is what, again, when he talks about, again, not just praying, but saying, God, what do I do next? What's the next step? What do I do? Christ didn't just pray for us. He came out of heaven and intercepted the work of the enemy. He came from heaven and intervened in our life and gave his life for us and dies in our place for our sins. And so this is what I want us to this morning. I want us, before we go one step further, I just want us to take a moment, if you would join me, 
And then would you just, just begin to lift up your hands and begin to thank and praise the Lord for who he is, for what he's doing. Oh, Lord, we just begin to honor you and thank you for just who you are, for what you've done in our life, Lord, what you've already done. Oh, God, what you're going to do. I thank you, Lord, today for who you are. Lord, we thank you for the cross, Lord. We thank you for what that means in our hearts and lives. We thank you for the cleansing that's available, for the victory that we can have in you. We thank you for the name. We worship you today. We honor you today, Jesus. We just pursue you. We worship you. We go after you. And, Lord, you've called us to be intercessors, Lord. Yes, yeah, so we intercede. We stand in the gap. So, Lord, we start praying for nations. Lord. We start praying for our city, Lord. We start calling, Lord, revival in this church, God. We start calling healing in marriages, Lord. We start calling families restoration, God. We start calling giftings to be stirred up, Lord. We start calling victory over over situations now, God. We start calling healing over bodies right now, over sicknesses and disease. Cancers are leaving, diabetes. We're coming against sickness now, God. We intercede, Lord. We intervene now, God. We come now on behalf Lord, as your son and daughter, God, you made a way and we step in. Come on, Lord, we made you made a way and we step in. Come on, go in. Come on, go into his presence right now. He's here. Go into that holy of holies right now. Intercede. Begin to say, if you have a need on your heart right now, if there's someone you've been praying for right now, the Lord is there. He's Jehovah. He's there. He's with us right now. Begin to call out their name. Begin to pray. We're already seeing God answer. Come on, just begin to call it forth. Lord, we call it forth. We call it forth right now, Lord. Yeah, we call it forth right now. Come on, I, I want to just pray right now over that, that sexuality that I, God has put on my heart to speak to right now. I, I come against confusion in that area right now. I come against gender confusion. I come against sexual confusion right now. I declare sexual purity. I declare that sexual identity is found, God, in you. That we are fearfully, wonderfully made. We are created in the image of God. God, you made us. And we refuse to be anything else, God, other than who you've called and created us to be. So, Lord, let there be a revival of purity right now in this generation, God. Let there be a revival of purity in the older generation, Lord. In us, in every person, God, that we're setting our minds towards you, God. Lord, we're setting our eyes on you. Come on, Lord, we make a covenant. Come on, somebody pull a joke. Make a covenant with your eyes right now. I refuse to look at anything other than, God, your face, God, and look towards you, God. I make a covenant with my ears, Lord, to put in, Lord, God, your word. And I'm going to hear from you, God. I give you every area. Come on, present every area to him right now. Come on, don't hold one back. Come on, go in right now. Come on, go to the holy place right now, church. Go in there. Come on, step into his presence. Lay everything down. Come on, the sacrifice has been made. He died so you can live. Come on, he gave his life so you can have that. Come on, step in right now. Come on, I just want to invite you. Find you a place right now. Go after God right now. Come on, go after God. It's day 14. Come on, it's day 14. Go find you a place. Get with God right now. Day 14, we're going after you, Jesus. Day 14, God, we want you, Lord. God, we desire you, Lord. Come on, if you need prayer, come on, f- come down. We want to pray with you. Come on, we have prayer warriors, but go find your place. Come on, go there. Come on, go to the holy place. Come on, God, we go to the holy of holies, God. Lord, we give our petitions to you, God, and we intercede right now. Come on, somebody start interceding. Some, some fathers need to intercede for their family right now. 
You're a high priest of your home. I call that over you right now. I speak that into you right now. Come on, I declare this on fathers right now that you begin to speak as a high priest over your home. Right now that you intercede, that you start declaring the blessings over your family. You start declaring the blessings over your finances, over your home, over your ministry right now. Declare that, call that forth. Come on, woman of God. Oh, come on, woman of God. Lord, he's raising you up. Well, he's raising you up right now. Lord, we just thank you that you're raising a warriors, women warriors, or ladies of, of, of faith, or women of faith, God, in this home right now, in this house right now, God. You're raising that up, Lord. Come on, every generation. Come on, we need every generation involved for see God doing what he wants to do. The younger generation, the middle, the old, every generation, God, we cry out to you. Come on, yeah, go after it. Come on, go after it. Just go after him. Spend time with him. Go after him. If you need salvation, today's the day for that for you. Come. I want to pray with you. If you need salvation, I'm going to be right here. I want to introduce you to Jesus. So this is a day. Come on, spend time with him. Come on, spend time. If there's family here in your room with you, join his families and pray. Come on, join his, his families and begin to declare this right now. Yeah, come on. Speak that forth. Speak that forth. Yeah, speak that forth. Now, as the worship team ministers, listen, don't stop. Go in. He's made a way. He's made a way. Come on, tap into the benefits today. Come on, tap into the benefits of the cross. Right now, step into those things today as we pursue them. And if you need prayer, you need salvation, we're here. We want to pray with you this morning. So, God, have your way. Thank you for the tabernacle. Thank you for making a way. Thank you for wanting to be with us this morning. In Jesus' name, yeah. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.